And welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. I'm Craig. Yes, you are. I am. You are. How are you? <laughs> you all right? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm great. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is. Um, it's uh, sunny. It's uh, the last week has been really good. It has been. Um, and this is a big day for somebody in this room, like a really big day. Like right now, as I mentioned, the big day, his eyes started, his eyes started smiling before his mouth did. So he knows what I'm talking about. So I'm going to let you fill them in because it has been, yeah, yeah, it has been a couple weeks you've been talking about this. He's like a kid at Christmas. Like I can't imagine Christmas morning being much better. So what do you think? What is it? It's good. It's good. It's just a, it's a French vanilla cold brew is all it is, but, but it's a, it, it's a it's Beebs brew. A big, it's a Beebs brew. So <laughs> I know it's good. If you, could just you know, really, I, I'm not a ginormous Justin Bieber fan. I oh, just, uh, come on. Everybody who listens to this would absolutely 100% disagree. I couldn't tell you when you. the last time I listened to a Justin Bieber song was. Okay. Tell me what you were. We were in the main office today, and you said if you were going to order, how would you order? I don't know that I can sing it. My voice is not oh, open up yet. He d- pulled out his just. I need some beeps, brew, beeps, brew, beeps, brew. Oh, and uh, thank you for joining us on Grounded. We hope you have a great week. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Come on, you know music's my thing. Yeah, well, and so and Justin Bieber. Yeah, I do need. They they they're selling the the Tim Biebs beanies again. I'm gonna need yeah. one of those. I wonder for, how much those are. I don't know. Probably whatever. like fifty bucks. Yeah, whatever they are, they're too much. <laughs> right? Exactly. I might check Goodwill after this whole thing. <laughs> <Right. laughs> there we go. Get it for three. So, but no, I mean the the cold brew coffee, and and I'm a coffee guy. I, I like coffee. I've been right. getting when I go through Tim Hortons, I've been getting oat milk in my coffee instead of the almond milk. I actually like the oat milk better than yeah. almond milk. Yeah, it's. I think it has a little smoother flavor yeah well and and normally like when i when i make coffee at home i drink it straight black so i i gotta just tell you that um this morning on my way in i know um i i you know brandon's been looking forward to this day so i called him i was in the line at tim hortons and i said (laughs) do you want this drink and he was like yeah and so i was just like i can't even believe i'm gonna actually say these words out loud in in public public into a speaker so i get up there and they're like hey welcome to Tim hortons can i take your order and i was like yeah i'd like to get a medium coffee Two creams and a manly shot of espresso. And then I said, and could I possibly get a Beebs brew? And I just busted out laughing and she was like, yeah, okay, is that all? And I was like, yeah. And then you get up to the window and you're like, I promise this is for a friend of mine. I did. I was like, I didn't get this for me. This is for a friend of mine. And she looked at you and she was like, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, this guy's got a love for Justin Bieber. No. Yeah. But anyway, so you like it and that's good. I do. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Would yeah. you get another one? I would get another one. I I have gotten, you know, kind of iced coffee stuff before, mm-hmm. but um and normally when I do, I get a vanilla iced coffee. Those are good. But this is this is a French vanilla so cold is, brew. So is it just coffee with French vanilla? I, I think so. You could just make that at home. You could. Yeah, you could. I bet you will. I might. I might. Have to give me a Justin Bieber glass or something. Oh gosh. Yeah. Didn't you say there are glasses coming out or? Well, you know, they, they show it on their, I get emails from Tim Hortons 
and they show it with the the Tim Beebs logo on the cup. Oh, okay, but gotcha. this just says Tim Horton. So apparently oh, okay. Marysville hasn't gotten in their shipment of the Tim Beebs cups yet. So gotcha, gotcha. You know, I was gonna drink out of it the rest of the day, drink my water out of it. So <laughs> I'm glad you like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I um, I just wish I could have been there to see you order it. It was really pathetic. Allie was laughing. You called me, and I'm sitting there on the couch getting ready to head out the door. Uh And and I think she could hear you, and she was just laughing in the background like, this is going to be great. As soon as I walked out the door, like right before I walked out of the door, she said, call me as soon as the podcast is uploaded (laughs) so I can listen to this (laughs) gloriousness. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to do, hey, um, you know, medium coffee, two cream shot of a manly shot of espresso. And before I place this next thing on my list – I wanted you to know that I'm a big Merle Haggard fan, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson. I like John Wayne. And as I say that, my friend needs a beef brew. <laughs> well, I appreciate you um, stepping out of your comfort zone. And, very much out of my comfort um, zone. Your Thank you very much. And yeah, ordering never my thought I'd ever brew. utter those words in public, but right. I did it. Yep. So it was the first time for everything, you know, 56 years old, and I got to uh, say that. To so, he, so here's the truth. Okay. You know, I was going to go – I mean, because – I, I have been looking forward to it. Just because I know you have. We've talked it up so much. It was like, well, I've I've got to go now. We've talked it he up. Just so doesn't much. talk about it on here. He literally talks about it all the time. Um, and so I, uh, I was like, you know, I'm gonna drive to Marysville. But then when you offered, it's like, oh, that's were you even really better. gonna drive to Marysville to get? I would have driven to Marysville this oh. morning. And I, I know that you, you know, Allie works what Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. Or so I, I thought. Well, I'll call and. See if you want this, because I knew you were waiting on it. So last week, last Wednesday, I sent I sent you this screenshot as well, but you know, I get the Tim Hortons emails and they had a countdown clock running. And I sent this to Sarah McKee. Um and it says four days, twelve hours and fifty seven minutes left, and I had my my bitmoji on it, you know, giving the fist pump. Right. Like, yes. And um she said, you know, you'll have to tell me if it's good when you get one. And I said, Oh, I'm going on the sixth. LOL, or I'm going to make Craig bring me one. And her response, oh, yes, make Craig bring you one so he has to order a Beebs brew. And I and so I did it. Uh, I'll be honest with you. There are things in life, you know, where <laughs> you are humbled and, you know, you're taking down a couple notches. That was for me this morning. I got humbled. Well, it's good for you. I can barely squeak it out. <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> I actually felt like I probably need to go home and wash my hands or something. I don't know. <laughs> I need to wash my mouth out with soap. Exactly. <laughs> Do you, I, there's a little left if you want to try it. No, it's okay. Okay, you're missing out. I'm okay. No, I'm actually watching what I need to watch right now. It's, it's good. <laughs> Some good stuff. So anyways, there you go. This is our... <laughs> You can make it. We're done. Okay. Thanks for joining us with Grounded wow. and Brandon, wow. with Brandon and Craig. I can't even talk either, but, um, this is our 55th episode. Is it really? 55. And we were talking beforehand. It's like we would have been well over, you know, we've taken some weeks off oh, because yeah. you were on vacation. Gone. I was on vacation. I was Vacations. on my extended vacation right. in Dublin, yep. you know, for, we had a month off there. Yeah, you did. And so, um, you know, we would be well over. 60 some episodes at this yeah, point would. but yeah, we would. so we're we're over a year in of doing the whole podcast thing crazy um i'm not sure our numbers are truly accurate and reflecting because i know you know quite a few people who listen mm-hmm. i know quite a few people who listen on a regular basis and and i hear from them yeah and, and it's showing like 40 some to 50 some people a week that are listening yeah. and it's like that doesn't 
add up yeah. for, for yeah. what we know, you know, is listening, but yeah. Well, anyway, you know, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's been over a year and, um, it's been fun. It has been fun. Enjoyed it. And, um, had a couple of guests. We probably need to get a few more guests on here. Maybe, we do. Maybe they'd... And then we still need to go down to the coffee hall. I Correct. don't think they have the Beebs brew, but um, we we sh- we did, we've got to go Thank down you. to the coffee hall. We did reach out right. to them. And they said, "Yeah, right. come come down and and podcast." And and um, Corey was telling me yesterday that he will get us set up at um, Hemisphere. Hemisphere. Yeah. Good. Good yeah. deal. So um that would be uh, that'd be fun. We mm-hmm. could get that together. And so I um um you know we were. <laughs> Brandon and I were talking before we came on, and I posed a question to him, and I'm going to pose it to all of you. So this is kind of an off the wall question, and it was kind of off the wall when I asked you. I correct? still have no idea. Okay, so, so there's my answer. And this, uh, and I, let me let me just say on the offset that when I'm asked this question, no offense to anybody, this is just a question because I really wonder about this. Okay, so I pose this question to Brandon. Here's the question to you. You can try to give us an answer. If somebody's paralyzed from the neck down, which we've all heard that has mm-hmm, happened, mm-hmm. you know, you, whatever. Do you, is that, is it all numb? Do you feel tingling? Do you, is there, is it just like, is it just your head and your brain that is operating? Cause I know they say you can't move. Right. Is there any discomfort when you're, does anybody know? Do you know? I don't know. I almost feel like it's like, if you ever, like I sleep sometimes and, and I'll put sometimes, well, yeah, but, but sometimes I'll sleep with my arms okay. underneath of my head, like underneath my pillow. And and I've woke up before, and both arms have been numb from the shoulders down. Right, I've had that like there was one night where I had to have Hallie roll me over. <laughs> really? Because, yeah, my I couldn't feel my arms, and and when you can't you can't move, and they're like flopping like I'm flopping around, like yeah. trying to get out of bed, and um, like I wonder if that's how it is. Like you know that your extremities are there, and you're supposed to be able to move them, but you just can't. Right. Like for me, that's what I think, but I don't know. I I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know. So if anybody else besides Brandon who has a medical degree can tell us that. <laughs> I have a degree. It's just not medical. Anyway, sure. that, that, that was what we were talking about prior to coming on here because I was like, I just don't really know. I don't, I don't know, you know, what, you know, what would happen. I can't imagine how weird that would be and, you know, how, you know, right. Scary, frightening, mm-hmm. life changing, uh, that would be. So it was, it's not to, you know, be jokeful or anything. Right. It's a legitimate question. Yeah. I mean, what is that? I mean, do you feel anything at all? Yeah. And, um, so I just, I just wondered, cause you said something earlier. Well, everything's connected to your brain. So, yeah. It's, um, but then the more you think about it, it's like, but it's not working. So, right. Right. Yeah. 100%. So we have <laughs> about 10 minutes into this. And, We've not really talked about anything. So how's your weekend? <laughs> I, it, it was good. It was it was long. I mean, the not the weekend was long, but right, right. We right. had a late night Saturday night. We had a ball game that was supposed to start at eight thirty, which was late to begin with. Right, didn't get started until nine fifteen. See, that's crazy being that young. And now that school is out, they are like, oh well, yeah. There's no time limits on the games anymore. See, that's absolutely crazy. I, I just think that's disrespectful to parents mm-hmm. because, I mean, you're at a park. Your kids are dirty. Game ends at 11 o'clock. What do you got to do? You got to go home and clean them up. Mm-hmm. You can't Christian had to go like home that. and take a shower Saturday See, that's night. Crazy. You know, and everybody else, I'm sure, got to sleep in Sunday morning. Yeah. We, on the other hand, don't. You don't. We, we, we're here between 730 and 740. 
you know, on Sunday mornings. You know, and I think we've talked about this um, on a while back ago on a podcast. And I and 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 again, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but sports is a god. It is. And um, if sports overrides God, and what I'm saying is that if you are a follower of Jesus Christ and you are pulled away from church, you're yep. pulled away from, and don't give me the excuse why I'm in contact with God. Yeah, I agree with that, but the Bible also says don't forsake the assembling together. That is not just a suggestion. That is, that's a command for us to do. Exactly. So, and if you are pulled away by kids' sporting events, you know what? I, I'm just going to say, I think it's a shame. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I think it's a pitiful shame. Or anything. It can be whatever. It can be another thing. It could be something fishing. It could be camping. It could be Mm-hmm. Whatever, and I know I know our time is sensitive. I get that. Yep. God understands yep. that. And but, a vacation's one thing, but. but the whole fact of that, you know, I, I just hate it that sporting events for and how old's Christian? Like eight. He's eight. And this eight is years eight, old. Eight through ten year old league. Like I can't even imagine. Like my granddaughter Evelyn is eight, and I can't imagine having her out at eleven o'clock at night, um, playing softball. Because here's the thing. It may be one kid, but you've got two, you've got three. We have so, three. I sent you a Snapchat at 11.15. Exactly. Exactly. And Kennedy was asleep on Allie's shoulder. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to call it out. It's disrespectful to you mm-hmm. guys. It's disrespectful to your family. And I think that that's, that's a shame. Yeah. I do. And yeah. I think, um, not just Richwood, but all, everybody needs to get their act together when it comes to yeah. this sporting events for younger kids. It's their kids. Yeah. Exactly. So, put a limit on it. I agree. Three innings. Put an, put a yep. limit on it. You know, I agree. But, you know, it is what it is. But on the flip side, it was a really good game. You won. We won. Christian got like 10 hits. Um, he didn't even get hit, which is weird because he's gotten hit by the pitch almost every game. But he's like Ron Hunt with the right. Expos back in the 70s. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's gotten one hit all season, but his on base percentage is like. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's got a uh, 067 <laughs> batting average, but his on-base percentage is 469. You Pretty know, sure I just like, snorted. Yeah. You did. Uh, I think you got on my leg. That's on, uh, <laughs> that's on the podcast, too. Maybe I ought to edit that out. And I heard you guys went swimming. and we, Yeah, we went to the pool yesterday afternoon. It was a beautiful day yesterday. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, it was great. And like you said, it's like the weather has been perfect. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been too hot. I'm sure that's going to hit, obviously. Right, right, right. But... Like today, I looked. It was what sixty eight this morning. Mm-hmm. It's going to get up to eighty two today. Yeah, it's usually hotter, but we'll go with eighty two. Yeah, it's normally whatever they say. You can add three, four, yeah. five degrees to it. Right. I. Why is that? <laughs> we are in the wrong business. I don't know, man. But can you imagine? Yeah, I, I don't meteorology know. Meteorology is the way to go because you could be completely wrong and still keep your job. Um. Did you not just describe? The guy sitting in the White House. <laughs> well, there's that too. So I'm just saying, it is, it's the world we live in now. You can, you can be wrong about everything and you still keep your job, except for you and me. I mean, I guess if we least, were wrong, they'd can us right it, now. At least the meteorologists try. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's that. So no, it was a good weekend. We did have a, a good time. We had uh, one graduation party on Saturday. It's graduation party season. It is, isn't it? It's like, it's like the holidays. It's yep. like Christmas. Yeah, went up to the, uh, after that, we, we promised, you know, off, this past Friday was the last day of school for the kids. Um, so they were, you know, they were all excited about that, ha- came home with really good grade cards. And so that was good. Nice. So we told them, we were like, we'll, we'll take you for ice cream. And we were going to do it Friday afternoon, but the line at Dairy Queen in Marysville was all the way to the road. Oh yeah. It's crazy. They still have not opened their in their inside ordering, which there's not seating. It's just, you go in and order. And I think they just realized that they can keep. 
you know, less staff and just as much business by just keeping their drive through open. Right. So we ended up um, waiting until Saturday after the graduation party, and we went up to the Green Camp Dairy Bar and um, got some ice cream up there. Ice cream was so good. It was very good. Yeah, it is good. I like graters. Yep, graters, graters is good. Is really good. Yep. I like it. Um, so, so yeah, pretty good weekend, and uh, we had a good we, we had a good we had a good weekend here at church, and um, we had a uh, really good crowd. It was yeah. Lifewise Sunday, and mm-hmm. um, I thought the information that we heard, I thought the video was excellent. It was. I thought that thing was excellent. I mean, we could have probably shown the video and prayed, and you know, and everybody would have realized it. But that was really well put together. And what I liked about it. Was what did they use two schools in that video? There and were, I think, three different schools. They're all they from Ohio. Used. Yeah, they were all from Ohio. Ohio and it I like started that. in Ohio. Yes, exactly. But I they're thought starting that was this coming year. They're starting to branch out into mm-hmm. other states. Well, I know there there's some in Indiana. Yeah, I, I think I heard yesterday. I don't know if they're anywhere else besides Ohio and Indiana. None in Kentucky, uh, right? I think there may be one starting one, okay, in gotcha. Kentucky, not okay. yet, but it's coming. Like, yeah. kind of how we are the the pilot, whatever yeah. you call that. So if you uh, were not here yesterday, um, I would encourage you to go to YouTube and go to Richwood Church of Christ and watch yesterday's, um, yes. you know. Uh, very informative. Very informative, very great, uh, very uh, great information um, of what, you know, we need to do and mm-hmm. not just say, okay, this is a great thing our church is doing, but maybe you could get involved in some way. But it was good. It was yep. really good. And I appreciated uh, Todd and um, Wendy and Linda, I thought they all did a very good job, and I know that they're not – Todd is up front, but I know like Linda and Wendy are not up front as much, and, and I know that sometimes when you're not you're, – it, it's unnerving sometimes, but I thought both of them did a um, you know, yes. fantastic job, and their, the information they gave I thought mm-hmm. was what we all needed to hear. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, Linda even said she, she would rather hide behind the keyboard, so right. you know, for her to be up there was – a little bit out of her her comfort zone, but yeah, like you said, they did great. And, yeah, they did. And, you know, just a lot of statistics, and and like you said, if you know you have a chance, I'd go back and and watch that right. You know, service from from yesterday. Exactly. Um, I'm looking here at some of the at some of the slides. Um, I can't. It's it's not on here, but back in 19, I think 62 or something like that. Um, the government, you know, passed a law. You know, stating that you could have, you know, this religious education for school students during the day, but it had to be, you know, had to meet this criteria where it was off of school campus. It had to be um, privately funded. And here we go. Students can be released from school during school hours for religious instruction provided it's off campus, privately funded and parent permitted. So those that's the only three criteria. It's got to be off campus. It's got to be privately funded, and the parents have to say yes. My kid can go to this. And just to, let me let me can I can I side uh, can I take a side trail for mm-hmm. just a second? Then we'll come mm-hmm. right back. I won't spend yep. too much time on. It. Yep. And this is um, sad and irritating at all the same time. Not that it's just that they they since this is a crazy month in this country and in this yep. world for pride but they'll do they'll, they'll hang pride flags in front of schools they'll yep. have them in their classrooms they'll teach that but yet we christians have god's to. word have to go off campus yep. it is the biggest blight and this is a satanic effort mm-hmm. to get god out of um 
God out of our kids' lives. And parents, if you're listening to this, don't you dare be tricked by this foolery and hoodwinked by this mumbo-jumbo that these people try to do Mm -hmm. to us. And don't listen to the media. Don't listen to the government. You listen to God. And I'm telling you, there's parents right now that are not listening to God. I can tell and I can see it. And so... But praise God, we can take him off of campus. Maybe that's the best yep. thing to do. Maybe yep. God, I know God knows exactly what he's doing. Exactly. And he has known what he's doing. So yep. anyway, yeah, back, no, to your, and, back to our regular scheduled program. Exactly. But, you know, you were talking about the video, and they talked in the video about how, you know, this this opportunity and this program with LifeWise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has um, just opened up more opportunities where, you know, these these some of these kids don't know the Bible. Right. They've never heard um, these accounts from the Bible right, before. Right, and so through right. this program, they've then went home right. and talked to their parents about it. And their parents have started going to church. And, and so, you know, for me, looking at LifeWise, like this is one of those things that it's like, wow, what is God going to do? How is God going to use this program to advance his kingdom, mm-hmm. to, you know, to affect this community? And, and you look at it and, you know, we have, you know, so many unchurched mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's my, that's, that, that just, it breaks my heart, you know, mm-hmm. being at the ball field and just, you know, and, and not, you know, not to judge people by the way they act or whatever, but you, the Bible says you're known by your fruit. We've talked mm-hmm. about that so often. Right. And, and just seeing some of the fruit um, that is being produced is just not good. Right. And, and so knowing that if people had God in their life and he was real to them and they were following him, their fruit would look differently, mm-hmm. you know? And again, not, not to say that I get it right all the time either, but, um, you know, I'm excited to know that, you know, this community is going to be affected by this. Well, that is 100% true. And, and, and I think I said this yesterday when I was in the close up part and, um, I, I really appreciated the, the, you know, the passion from Todd and Wendy and, um, uh, Linda about this. But, um, I think yesterday I mentioned that I believe that God is really doing something. And I believe that God's doing something here at RCC. For me, sometimes it moves a little slow. I know for some people it probably moves too fast, but I think yep. God has taken COVID-19 and all the stupidity and the false mm-hmm. narratives and the lies and all that stuff. And I think he is, he is literally, I've said this a hundred times, shaking this place, not just RCC, but the Christian community to get those who are going to stand up for God and be real for God and those who are not. And if you're a phony Christian, guess what? Go do it somewhere else. Yep. But we're going to, we're going to keep going down that road and you're going to have a hard time standing on the truth because we're going with the truth, not with the world. We're not, we're not blending the two messages exactly and so when i said that you know i believe god brought me here for a reason and for the first like two and a half years i was here i had no idea why god brought me here i thought it's the same old same old same old same old mm-hmm. but when covid19 hit it was a different game and all of a sudden god has started giving me glimpses of what things are and i know this is going to sound crazy of things to come and i'm not a prophet and i'm not i can't foresee the future but god has given me a very sick ability to know and to grasp what is going to take place. Right. I've been like that since I've been a teenager. I don't understand it. I hate it. Um, but God does say you have the gift of prophecy and the gift of this and the gift of that. And when I take spiritual gift tests, I'm always high. So uh, when I first started down the road with this, I was just, I knew God was going to do something amazing, but it was going to be the most difficult mm-hmm. thing that I or anybody else has ever done. And i got to be honest with you, it is. And so when 
Wendy started talking about LifeWise Academy, and then Todd jumped on board with this. I had no idea where this was going to go because, right. like all of us, you know, we've all got our things. We mm-hmm. all, we're all busy and all that, and and so I kind of watched from the side, not knowing what was going to happen. I thought, well, we'll see how far this thing goes. But then when I saw like Todd and Wendy, um, really, you know, the, the the fan, the flames were being fanned, yep. and um, the excitement started to catch on. And um, you know, let's admit it. I mean. Todd and Wendy aren't 25 years old anymore. You know right, what I mean? Right, so, right. and so you, you've got a, you've got a different presence. You got a different, like, okay, I've been there, been there, done that. I don't want to do that again. I'm pick and choose what I, but this was different. This is, this to me is as bold as God saying to Jonah or mm-hmm. to Moses, yep. you know, this yeah. is where you got to go. Right. And I think this is it. it it's been so obvious. Yep. It's been so obvious. Yeah. So. And you're right. It's not going to be easy. No. You know, it, it hasn't been easy up to this point, I'm sure. No. Um, but you know, you, you talk about those, those flames being fanned and you know, it's not just, it's not just our church. No. There are other churches involved. There are other individuals involved. They've got a board yep. now, um, who's helping them make decisions. And, and so, you know, God has just, you know, rallied around that and brought other people on board that are just excited about it because they see, what could happen right you know and for me that's the exciting thing it's mm-hmm. like how is god mm-hmm. going to use this and you, you know you talked about covid19 and and all this other stuff the truth is is that if we allow him god can use any circumstance for his good right. but we have to be willing to allow him and be be able to be used by him mm-hmm. and that's what you know wendy and todd have answered that call of saying okay you know mm-hmm. here i am lord mm-hmm. send me and um you know, it's like you said, it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, there are going to be roadblocks, and there already have been, but, you know, just taking time and praying. It's, okay, God, what right. does this look like? Right. How, how's this going to work out? And so, but again, for me, it's exciting to see what what's this going to do. We, right. we may not even right. fully right. know the impact yeah. that this is going to make. Yeah. You know, we, we were talking to our kiddos last night about it and praying about it, and, um, you know, we told them, we said, you know, Maybe some people will start to come to our church because of this. Right. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll go to a, another church. Maybe they'll just find Jesus Christ. Exactly. Which is what you want. Exactly. And that's what we told them. We were like, it's not about people coming to our church. It's about people coming to know Jesus right. as their Savior. Right. And if they come to our church or if they go to another church because of that, you know, all mm-hmm. glory to God. Right. Um, and, and hopefully, you you know, we are able to get people plugged into mm-hmm. churches, whether it's here or somewhere else. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just excited about you know, that unknown. It's like, exactly. how's God going to use this? Well, and that, that brings up the, um, you know, just talking about the calling of God and the, uh, people, kids and families finding Jesus Christ and the calling of God. And let me, let, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Um, why is it that when God, when people thinks that God calls them to something that it's going to be something that's easy? Yeah. It's never easy. It's never easy. I mean, think about it. We want to make it easy, mm-hmm. but it's never easy. I mean, it literally, you start going through the Bible. I mean, you think about um, Abraham. You think about Moses. You think about Noah. You think about uh, Jonah. You think about uh, Paul. You think about the disciples. You, If you start looking at the call of God on people's lives, it is very difficult. I mean, you go through each of their lives. How about... Um, Joseph, I mean, think about all these things that, um, when we're called by God, what you have to go through. I mean, just think about Noah being called by God to what? To get, to prepare for the flood. That was a job. That wasn't easy. 
Right. Think about Noah. I mean, think of all you, – you mentioned roadblocks a minute ago. Think of the roadblocks that Noah ran into with the children of Israel. I mean, they had their backs against a, a, a you know, the, the sea. They, they had all kinds of stuff they had to, you know, that they had to go through. So the, the call of God is not easy. And even though God calls us, sometimes we mess it up. And I hate that about us. Yeah. And, um, and I think the more that we allow our hearts to be touched by God, the more that, um, people find God mm-hmm. and the more that we listen to the call and try to follow it to the way he wants us to go and not get in the way. That's where, um, that's where his plan works, right? Where it stops working, and he can still use us in the middle of us messing it up. Yeah, is when we try to go ahead of God. And how many times have you done that? How many times you've yeah. gone ahead of God? Well, you, you stinks. You use the word, you know, get in the way. I look back, it's like, man, I've gotten in the way of God so many times. It's like because I think that I can do it better, or I want to have control, or or whatnot. Right. And so, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right there of just allowing God to work and, and mm-hmm. sometimes taking time to pray and say, okay, God, what does this look like? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. help me make the right decision. So, mm-hmm. um, I got that we have like one, two, three, four, um, five quotes, um, that from the, they're actually from North Union teachers mm-hmm. and staff. And I thought these were really good. So, how about if we read every one? Yep. Sound good? Yep. Here's the first quote. It said, I have seen firsthand the desperate need for these children to hear the word of God. I think that's a great quote. Yes. A desperate need to hear the word of God. Yep. The second quote says, students are facing unprecedented challenges, and they need a strong and firm foundation that gives them something to guide them from day to day. That's good. As the world around us seems to be losing focus on the things that matter the most, I feel a program like this would benefit so many young children. I mean, think about this. Yeah. We were talking, we're talking about teachers and staff and knowing that the Word of God, and you know, this was mentioned yesterday, the Word of God is living and, you know, mm-hmm. active and powerful and sharper. It, it, God's Word knows exactly what it's doing. And, and, exactly. And, and I closed out by saying God's Word never returns void. And you know, as soon as that something's uttered, those kids are going to get that. All right. Anyway, yep. Next, next one says, anyone who is questioning whether LifeWise is necessary for in you, they could spend a day with some of our students and see the need they have for a stable father and creator in their lives. You know, and, and that's the thing is, you know, Linda talked and she talked about, you know, as school was drawing to an end in coming, you know, there were, were so many days left. And, you know, she said she doesn't count down the days because for some of the students, that's exciting, mm-hmm. you know, and they look forward to that because they know that, you know, they're going to have a great summer and they know right, they're right. going to go on a trip or a vacation somewhere and they're looking forward to seeing their grandparents or what, whatever that is. Right. And um, she said, but some of the students, they don't look forward to the school year ending Oh, I, because yeah. they there's uncertainty. I know. Where's my next meal going to come from? They don't have that, you know, and I love that, you know, they, they need to have a stable father and creator in their lives. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, some, some kids don't have that in their lives. And the funny thing about that is, is that it's even hard for us sometimes to remember that God is a stable creator, you know, in our yes. lives and he, he sustains us. And when things get tough, we have a tendency to panic. So I can't imagine being a young child or, right, you right. know, and, and trying to put those pieces together. My favorite quote of all of them. Yep. Is this one, the last one. The bottom line is students at North Union, and I love this, and around the country need Jesus. Amen. I, I, I think that's the greatest quote I think I've heard for in a long time. The bottom line is we need Jesus. Yep. You know, the White House, it needs Jesus Christ. 
The government needs Jesus. I need Jesus. You need Jesus. All of us need Jesus. Our students need Jesus. And and I think it's absolutely yep. the, the right answer to any question. Yeah. You know what? What's going on? You need Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You need Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So um, exactly. I love, I love, I love the, uh, I, I just love that. I love those quotes and I, and I love that they uh, went out of their way to get quotes from some of the teachers and uh, staff. So I hope yes. they had a lot to choose from. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, and, and they read this verse, um, these verses yesterday, Matthew 9, 35 through 38, you know, just as they're talking about the how, yeah. um, they, they talked about the why, the how, um, and, you know, they talked about where they've been, where they're going, and then what's it going to take to get mm-hmm. there. And it's going to take prayer. It's going to take volunteers mm-hmm. and it's going to take financial partners. And when you talked, you closed out with having the pledge cards mm-hmm. and, and, um, being able to pledge for, um, for any or all three of those, um, those things there. But Matthew nine thirty five through 38 says, Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. Mm-hmm. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless. And how, how much does that describe our world today? Mm. Just confused and helpless. Like sheep without a shepherd, he said to his disciples, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. Awesome. I love that. I love that verse, but, but that verse always, <laughs> I don't love it sometimes because that's, that's how chapter nine ends. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you know, you don't know the time frame between that and the beginning of chapter 10. Mm-hmm. But if you go in and you read chapter 10, it starts off. Do you know how it starts off? It starts off with Jesus. Sending, I shook my head no. He shook his head no. Sorry. It starts off with Jesus sending his disciples out two by two. Oh. So yeah, okay. essentially chapter nine ends with, with Jesus telling his disciples, look, it's, it's ripe for the picking. The harvest is plentiful. Do you think he actually used the word picking? Picking. Okay. It's ripe. <laughs> it's ripe for the picking. Yeah. That's, yeah. he's not one from Virginia. That's the country version. <laughs> okay. <laughs> country version Bible, CVB. Um, you got to say it like that too. Hey, C- guys, the CVB. The country's ripe for picking. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, but, but pretty much that's what he's saying. He's saying, look, the harvest is plentiful. Right. But the workers are few. So guys, let's, let's get together. Let's pray right. that God would, would build up leaders and build up workers to go out to preach the good news, to tell other people about this wonderful message that we have. And then chapter 10 opens up. He's like, oh, by the way, right. the people you just prayed about is you. So you're right. going to go out two by two. Right, right. And and you're going to take this message to them. And, right. And that scares me sometimes because it's like, oh, yeah, I'll pray about that. Right. I'll pray about that. But what if I am that person? What if exactly? What if I am supposed to be the one who is taking that message. Yeah. And so that's my prayer is that we we wouldn't pray, okay, God send someone and, and send someone else because I'm too inconvenienced by this. Right. But okay, God, convict the right people, whether it's financially, whether mm-hmm. it's to be, you know, to volunteer, whether it's to sit on a bus for, you know, a five minute drive mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it looks like, just to be a presence, you know, please send the right people and and convict their hearts mm-hmm. to step up and, and answer that call. I um 
we talk, you're talking about being inconvenienced. Mm-hmm. We talked about that this morning for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like being inconvenienced. And I, I was listening to a sermon. Um, I think it was about a year and a half ago. And the title of the sermon was Inconvenienced by God. Okay. And it was a long sermon and I can't remember who it was. It was somebody was kind of off the charts I've never heard before. Okay. They actually sent it to me. I absolutely love this. And it, um, the guy wasn't polished real well, mm-hmm. but what he said, some of the greatest things that I, that I've ever heard. And he just, he basically, you know, summed it up. We don't like to be inconvenienced no matter, no matter who you are. We just don't right. like it. Mm-hmm. We don't like setting in stoplights. We don't like standing in lines. If we have to wait for like Saturday, I think I told you we went to Dublin mm-hmm. to get something to eat. We literally sat there almost 15 minutes without the waiter coming up, but he passed us and talked to every table on the patio except for us. Finally, I was just like, I'm I say, out. What did you do? You left. I left. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, at, I'm left. I was inconvenienced bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, 15 minutes and I was hungry a half hour before that, you right. know? So, um, but so this, then you were hangry, hangry for yeah. sure. I was hangry and I've gone to Mongolian grill, which you took can't care beat of that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, the sermon was, um, inconvenienced by God. He talked about, we don't like to be inconvenienced. And then he said, but God will stop you. And inconvenience you to allow you to see something that you need to see. And I thought that was really good because here's what happens. Let's admit it. We get into our routine. You got yours. I got mine. Uh, everybody has a routine. But when you get stopped by God, it is an inconvenience and he wants you to see something. So life-wise for us or going into the world might seem like an inconvenience, but God is doing something and he wants us to stop and being inconvenienced by God is a good thing. It's not a negative thing at all. I like the uh, scripture that um, Todd read. We've read it a, what, a lot. Yes. Uh, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And I love that verse because he's saying to go. And I think, I think, I think the objective here that Christians forget is on the go. Mm-hmm. I think they think, come. Right. Come to my church, sit in my building, go to my sanctuary, right. sit in my seat, look at what's going on here. That has nothing to do with mm-hmm. go. Now, if you want to invite somebody to come, yep. awesome, do it. I mean, I can't think of anything greater to bring somebody to. Yep. But the problem is, is we don't go. We're not talking at our jobs. We're not talking by at, at, at in our neighborhoods. And you know why we don't be inconvenienced? Yep. Because we use the excuse, well, I don't really know a lot. You know, I talked to somebody about three or four years ago. And this person was 82 years old. They had been a Christian since they were 10. So what is it? 72 years. And mm-hmm. you know what this person told me? I don't know enough about the Bible to talk to somebody about hmm. God. And then you know what I actually said to them? You know what I'm going to say? I'm, I'm going to just call you a knucklehead. Because if you've been a Christian for 70 years and you don't know enough God, then you're either socially like backward or you have the IQ of an onion. I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. This is on you, and you're going to have to answer to God for that. And I and I think we don't take it seriously. Right. We think, oh, well, you know, it's Craig's job or Brandon's job mm-hmm. or the elder's job or Todd's job. And I've or, heard that. Yeah. It's not it's my not job. It's not my job. Yeah. You know what my job is? My job is to preach and teach you guys mm-hmm. the Word of God. That's my job. My job for – that's my calling. Right. Right. But my job as a follower of Jesus Christ is just like – Anybody else's else's is is to go into the world. And I tell you why sometimes we don't go into the world. And it's this month is the, um, the pride month that is so despicable is why people, we won't, we won't go. We, we, 
guaranteed you won't go against that in your job because mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to threat you're going to get the threats of, you know, being ostracized, you might lose your job. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe God wants us to lose our jobs. I I don't know. And yeah. I know this is a scary topic to go down. Um because um you know, God bless the five Tampa Bay Devil Rays that didn't wear the pride stuff on their uniforms yep. yesterday. God yep. bless them. That they stood against the tide and they said, you know, Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jesus loves everyone, but there, you have a responsibility right. to follow God right. if that's what you want to do. Praise God for them. Yeah, good for Praise them. God that they stood up for that. And you can read about it. It's all over mm-hmm. line right now. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sure I'm, it is. I'm glad about that. I'm glad about that. And um, I um, somebody asked me several months ago, they were like, well, if you had a job in the world, you would have wore a mask. When COVID-19 was coming down and I looked at him, I said, well, apparently you don't know me well enough. Right. And you can ask any of my friends and you can ask my wife and my kids. I would have never put that mask on. They said, well, you would have lost your job. I said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they said, then what? And I went, yeah, then what? If I stood on this for the righteousness sake of Jesus Christ, because now I'm just going to say this. So I hope nobody gets offended for me to put on a mask would be a sin. Because I believe it's the beginning marks of the Antichrist. I believe that Satan's using that mm-hmm. to break us down. So for me, to, that's why I stood so strong against it. I don't care what virus, what they're throwing, what chemicals they throw at me. I will tell you, I will never put something on that they command me to do. Mm-hmm. And that's for me. Because I believe, and this is for me alone. I'm not saying everybody else. But I believe that if I put on the mask, I would be in jeopardy of my salvation. Because I believe so strongly what that meant. Right Now, that's for me. I'm not going to impose that on mm-hmm. you. You have to do what you got to do. So no way, no way am I going to follow the world system because I know what the world system does. It takes you away from mm-hmm. God. And that whole mass thing spread fear and um, un- un- apprehension. And that's not God. Right. That's not God. God said, do not be afraid. Yep. God's telling me, you stand strong. You be courageous. But throw on a throw on a dollar ninety five mask and it's going to save your life. You know what I'm going to call bogus. Yep. I call bogus on that. We all know it. Yep. So. Uh, when we're talking about God's word, and that's what we have to do, and we talk about all the things that we have been through, God is literally preparing us to to do something awesome here. And with LifeWise, and with what you know, with what, and me saying things sometimes, I talk about how weak the church is. Mm-hmm. But I will be honest with you: I see certain parts of the church getting stronger, exactly, and I see certain Christians getting stronger, mm-hmm. and that gives me goosebumps. Yep. I got goosebumps right now yeah. thinking about how strong some of these people are coming, and how God has used this for them mm-hmm. to start to dig their roots in deep yep. and get connected to Him. And it's funny because some people are getting stronger, while others are getting weaker. And you've talked about you've talked about God is using this to kind of sift mm-hmm. out. And, and to almost remove those who are just here going through the motions. Exactly. Um, and, and building up and giving strength to those right. who are, right. are really on fire for him and right. wanting to follow, you know, his leading. But, you know, what you were talking about is absolutely true just a few minutes ago of, you know, Matthew, you know, chapter, what is that, 28? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, our mission, it's, it's our, our mission statement. That's, that's our mission. It hasn't changed since Jesus gave it to the disciples. Go exactly. into all the nations. And, and you talked about, you know, it's not about inviting people to come here or bringing somebody with right, you. And that's, right. that's part of it. It can be part of it. But, you know, sometimes you have to meet somebody where they are. Right. You know, they're not going to come with you necessarily. Right, right. You know, bringing somebody is great, but sometimes you have to meet them where you are. Sometimes you oh, look yeah. at Jesus. Excuse me. You know, he healed people. Why? Because he he met their need, right? So that then he could give them the 
spiritual food that they needed. Exactly. Um, because of that need was, was hindering that. And, and I think that this is going to meet a need. 100%. Um, and it's going to just provide spiritual food for these students. And my prayer is that they do take it home and they do begin to have conversations with their parents and hearts exactly. are changed and lives are changed and family dynamics are changed. And, you know, and God gets all the glory for that. And I'm excited. You know, you, everything you just talked about, you know, Todd also read this scripture. It goes right in line with, with what you were just talking about. And, um, Ephesians 6 12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Exactly. And that's the truth, is Satan Mm -hmm. can Mm -hmm. and will use whatever he can Mm -hmm. to try to derail us from where God wants us to be. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that. And so when... When God says to, you know, to Wendy, hey, you need to pray about this. Right. You know, how great is it that she didn't be like, "Mm, okay, but I'll pray for the worker, but I'm going to pray that God sends another worker. Right. She was like, okay, I'll pray about it. Exactly. Okay, I'll do it. Yep. And then Todd stepped up and and joined. And then we, like I said, we've had other people in the community and other churches who have like, they're like, yes. Oh, yeah. let's, Let's go. And... You know, it's answering that call. Exactly. I love the uh, I love the fact that you know they what they say yesterday they there's they want at least to start out with 150 students. Yeah, I think so. I think that's awesome. But I think it was the guy from Defiance, Ohio. Yes, that said that right now. Am I right that he had they have 75 percent of the yes. elementary kids are coming to LifeWise. Yep, that's a lot. Yep. I mean, that's awesome. I don't know what that number would be like here in North Union for us, but um, how about if you end up getting 70 or 75% yeah. of the yep. student so, body elementary kids to come? So here's what happened um, in Van Wert, where it originally okay. started. So this was their flagship, um, their pilot. They renovated a home directly adjacent to the elementary school into classrooms. In year one, they had 60% participation, and I think they did it – Elementary, I think okay. it was something similar to the way we did it. I think we're starting with um, grades, what is it, three and four. Yeah. Um, and I think they had a, an extra grade or two in there. Okay. But so 60% participation the first year. Year three, they were at 95% participation. Oh, geez. In year six, they built a facility for high school and middle school classes. They had, they had students that were graduating into mm-hmm. the middle school and they were so bummed that they couldn't continue the program. Mm-hmm. And so they, they, they saw the need and they were like, well, let's meet that need. Um, and, and so, yeah, that's my prayer is that, that we get there with North union. Oh yeah. 100%. That's what, um, that's what I'm hoping to. And I, and I actually think we're, we're going to see, um, you know, results like, um, like never before, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. So I, agree. I think we'll, I think once this gets going, you know, how it's kind of like a snowball effect. Yep. And they'll, you know, kids will be saying, oh, you need to come to this or whatever. And, and I think this is where, this is the beauty of God here is that he's going to take this and he's going to use this. And again, once they start hearing the word of God, that is going to be mm-hmm. fabulous. Yep, I mean, absolutely. I'm, I'm so happy about that. So, but yep. yeah, it was a great, it was absolutely a uh, great day yesterday. Um, I loved, you know, what, um, how, how they presented that. And like I said, the, the, 
the um, video that they showed was good. And and again, let me just tell you all, if you um, if you did not get to see yesterday or you were not here, you didn't mm-hmm. watch online, um, go ahead and go back sometime yep. during this week. It's going to be well worth your time. It's probably less than 30 minutes. And mm-hmm. um, if you didn't fill out a commitment card and you'd like to get a commitment card, you'd like to know more about that, you can contact the church office. You can call uh, the church and maybe directly talk to Todd. We had a stack of commitment cards. Oh, yeah. I was shocked by how many people sent commitment mm-hmm. cards back. So. Yep, and and so just to break down, and when we talked about it, you you can hear this if you go back and watch. But just to break down um, the student sponsorship of what it actually costs per student to um, roughly to run this, it says the cost to provide LifeWise is roughly three hundred and sixty dollars a student per year, and and so our you know our thing was please consider giving monthly to sponsor students. That'd be thirty dollars a month to sponsor one. Um, sixty dollars a month to sponsor two, one hundred and twenty dollars a month. You sponsor four students. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so that was part of of the pledge card. But you know, you can fill out a pledge card, receive email updates. Um. You can fill out and and check the box of I would like to learn v- about volunteer opportunities. Give a one time donation or sponsoring um, a student or multiple students mm-hmm. as well. And so it's um yeah it's it's amazing what God what God is doing and what he's going to do. Exactly. And um, if there is anything that, you know, we could do for the, this generation and the next generation, we're talking your kid's age, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, is to give them truth because they, they're living in an era where there's no truth and these babies need truth. I need truth. You need truth. And when you get two different perspectives, I mean, um, yep. You know, when the, uh, one of the cabinet members stand up what on Friday or something and said, this is the greatest economy that we've had in 50 years and blah, 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 blah. It's like, what alternative universe are you living on? It's like, it's like somebody from Mars coming down and telling us and they think they're still on Mars. It's like, that is not the reality of what is going on here. No matter what you say and how many times you lie and twist it. Mm-hmm. So your kids are hearing that and we're hearing that. And people, some people are going to be like, Oh, you know what? Maybe they're right. right about that with gas at $5 a gallon today in Marysville. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. And my grocery bill is almost tripled than what it was a year and a half mm-hmm. ago. Um, that makes me. Sad because my tank, I talked there last week when I preached and, you know, I asked the question, how many people wait until their gas light comes on? I'm getting close to my gas light coming on. So that's going to be fun <laughs> going to fill that up. But yeah, I put in $44 because I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I mm-hmm. just couldn't do it. And I was not quite on empty, but I'm not on, I'm between a half and a quarter tank. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy is right. I It's crazy, crazy. I, if I filled my car up right now, it would probably cost me $130. Oh, yeah. So. Yep. Mm. But anyway, truth. We need the truth. Exactly. <laughs> I need the truth. I saw, I, um, I saw a, a little cartoon um, on Facebook the other day, and it was these aliens. And they had landed their ship, and, and they said, take me to your leader. And the human said, no, you will laugh at us. How true is that? It is 100% true. 100% true. Um, yeah, it was a good day. And um, again, I hope you guys will get involved, be there volunteering, praying, helping out financially, uh, whatever 
whatever it takes and and don't just say oh that was a great that was great information blah 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 and you forget it and yep. it's mentioned again a month from now right uh, really take take an active part in this really see where god wants you to be um, I know we all have our stuff, but maybe mm-hmm. God's calling you to be inconvenienced. Right. Be inconvenienced by God. Yep. Maybe it'll change your life. Maybe it'll give you a new perspective on something. I don't know. But exactly. God always has the way. Um, so we just have to follow it. Yep. Uh, good stuff, though. Very good stuff. We uh, continue in our series. we got three more weeks left in our series. Um, Do You Have Grit? And um, Sunday, we're going to talk about hollering, screaming, and shouting. And how the world is constantly shouting and screaming their message. And it's time for you and I as a Christian to holler louder and scream louder than the world. I'm going to so. sing through a megaphone Sunday. Do it. Do It'll it. be fun. Do it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, you make me want to shout. Throw my hands up and shout. We should open with that. Thank you, Justin Chenault. Hey, no problem. Brandon Bieber. <laughs> Brandon Bieber. <laughs> yep. Hey, real quick shout out to my buddy. I've already mentioned Sarah McKee, you yeah. know, and so... Um, to Cody McKee, went down and shot in the ASA, it's an archery um, competition this weekend in okay. London, Kentucky, finished on the podium in his division um, in third place. Nice. So great job. Congratulations. He, at the end of the month, is going um, to the next leg of the ASA in Metropolis, Illinois, I think. Wow. And so good luck there. We'll be wow. praying for you. And it's big time, right? It is big time. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. That is big time. I'm just okay. hoping. I'm I'm waiting on baseball. We've got three more games left, so I can go on a Saturday and shoot a couple of shoots coming up soon. 3D shoots. Really? Yeah. You go with me. You can be my caddy. I like golf, but not. You can hold an umbrella for me. Okay. And... Let me um. Let me just tell you a couple things. My running days are over. And since I've never caddied, I guess those are over. <laughs> well, it, it's not like golf. You don't have to carry like a golf bag or anything. Right. You just you carry an umbrella. You can even use it as like a, like a cane while we're walking, and you just keep me in a good mood. And if I make a bad shot, you could rub my shoulders and and talk me up and get me in a better mood. And <sighs> okay, that's a hard no. But okay. anyway, <laughs> well, I, I figured I'd try. You could make make runs to Tim Hortons for me and get me some Beebs brew. If you could see his face right now, I think that's a hard no too, I guess. <laughs> I can get that for you. I wonder if I could say the next time, hey, give me a medium coffee, two cream shot of espresso, and I have a note to give you for the next order at the window. Can I do that? So I don't have to actually utter right? those two words. Right. <laughs> and can I get a girly drink from my friend? Oh, you want a Beebs room? Okay, perfect. <laughs> hey, it was good. Good. I'm glad you liked it. I appreciate it. It actually looked good. I mean, it, it looked good. Looked really good. So it was just a French vanilla cold brew. Oh my gosh! I mean, you know, it wasn't anything super special, right? Sunday graduation Sunday. Graduation Sunday. Honor some this of Sunday? our graduates. I don't know how many there are. I'm sure we'll find out shortly. But yeah, I'm um, not sure. That'll be in the service. So mm-hmm. if you know of a graduate or you have a relative, son, grandson, whatever, so uh, granddaughter, um, we're going to honor them this coming Sunday. So that should be good. So Clint will probably be getting all that all that information in and. Uh, next Tuesday night, uh, June 14th, we are on for night of prayer. Exactly. That's at six o'clock in the evening. And, um, like to invite all of you guys to come. Somebody like, well, what goes on in the night of prayer? Basically, it's, we read some scripture to get in touch with God, to clear our heads, to knock out the distractions of the world. We might sing a song or two and then we just open it up for whatever you want to pray about. If you want to pray, you can pray. You don't have to pray out loud if you don't want to. Yep. We'll leave it open. I was going to say, it is what it sounds like. Night of, prayer. night of prayer. 
and um, be. Uh, I, I thought it would be. I was talking talking to somebody this the other day about night of prayer, and I thought if everybody who has come to ever to the night of prayer, okay, and we have almost a different crowd every time. We do, which is weird. But if everybody would come, I'm going to just say this, and tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm off base. We would have 75 people show up. Yeah, no doubt. I agree. 75 people, if everybody who's ever come to the night of prayer in the last three or four years, they would come back all on one night, we'd have probably 75, 80 yeah, people. That would exactly. be awesome. Yeah, it would. Talk about a night of prayer. That would be great. Probably be there till midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the last night of worship we had, we had like nine people. Nine? Yeah, it was Super Bowl Sunday. I thought there was more than that. There may have been 15. Uh, I don't know. I thought there was like 22 or something. Well, Maybe. I think that was the time before. Well, you know, Super Bowl is important. God, yeah, the God Super of Bowl sports, is important. Man. Yeah, we won't go down that road again. So, did we but anyways, that road? we did go down. That yeah, road we went down that road already because yeah. we were at the ball field until eleven fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, anything big on your schedule? Anything planned this week? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Well, I'm g- <laughs> you got a big day tomorrow. Got a big day tomorrow. Um, it's going to be, you know, kind of lost in the shuffle of everything. But, right. Uh, tomorrow is Anita and I's uh, 37th wedding anniversary. Happy so, anniversary. Thank you very much. Thank you very I much. can't believe she has put up with you, you for know, seven years, much less 37. Can I be honest with you? Neither can I. Right. And it's been a little dicey sometimes, but we've got this far so far. You know what they call that? <laughs> what? Marriage. <laughs> exactly. So um, she's a good girl, and uh, I'm going to hang on to her for a while. And You um, should. Yeah. And um, we are actually going to go um, – Overnight somewhere on Thursday. Nice. And um gonna nice. go down spend just just a night in one of those cabins down in Hocking Hills. Oh and, great. So yeah, it'll it'll be fun and um it's kind of a last minute thing. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Sunday through Thursday is the cheaper price, so that's part <laughs> There you go. <laughs> she knows me so well. She was like, Oh perfect. You right. Know? Hey. <laughs> you but know? no, yeah, so we got that planned and um but we get to start our day um, you know, our anniversary day with staff meeting. Staff meeting would be tomorrow. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's always good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so Fanita, if you're listening, happy 37th anniversary. It's been a great ride. It's been up and down and all around, but I wouldn't want to do it any differently. And so thanks for doing it with me. Oh, I think I you need know. to drink a Beebs brew after oh, that. Oh gosh, I did kind of, I did get soft. You, you got I? soft yeah, there. I got soft. That's good. Let's get back to Willie Nelson. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. Anything else? I mean, anything on the horizon? We, you know, we talked about life wise. Well, we've got um, Night of Prayer. Month of July, we're doing the Chosen Sermon Series. That's right, which is coming up. That's just about three or four weeks away. And oh man, we watched another episode last night. Last night might have been which one? Did you do? Oh, it was the one where Jesus had been healing all day. <gasps> oh yeah, and he walks. I was crying. tired. I was crying at the end. How about that? And I love that man. Went with Mary, like she doesn't know her role. Yeah, his mom, and then. And he goes, he's like, my goodness. What would I do without you, mother? Ugh. Is that yep. going to be your sermon? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That one was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm still. This is the second time I've seen this guy with tears in his eyes today. The first time is when I brought in his brew. <laughs> he handed me that Beebs brew. <laughs> and the and second like, time when he talks ah! about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, Yeah, my that's goodness. no comparison yep. there, though. Huh? Beebs brew and, and Jesus, no comparison, not even close. So. What was it the other day? I was oh. gone and um, talking about the church picnic. Okay? Yes. And I said, 
please tell me you're not wearing yoga pants and a tank top. <laughs> and about 10 minutes later, <laughs> I get a picture with this guy wearing his yoga pants. My mom sent you a Snapchat. And a tank, tank top. It was, first of all, it was disturbing. Um, it's one of those things, you know, ask and you, re- ask and you shall receive. I didn't really ask, but I did receive, so I appreciate that. <laughs> it was like you're going down the highway and you look over and there's like a six car pile up and you're like, you, like you, you don't want to look, but you I don't want to look away, but I couldn't look away. So I literally stared at this picture for like 30 seconds and I was getting ready to click off because once you click off a of Snapchat, you pretty much lose it. I had to look back. I was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> One last look. One last look. And, then and I now it is forever ingrained oh, in your ingrained. mind. I like a, if I'm in a nursing home and I'm 98 years old and I don't know anything else, don't remember my name or anybody else, I'm probably going to wake up and be like, no. <laughs> Oh, that it warms my heart to know, I know that. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But no, no. How about you for the rest of the week? Nothing or good? Ah, I've just got some planning to do and kind of get ready for Sunday. this coming week and Sunday and the following week. I've got a TV sitting here next to me that I got to get hung out in the hallway, and the one that I put up was broke, so that's always fun. It is not fun. Yeah, but but no, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing super pressing. Good. Uh, I got some graphic. Stuff to work on, but good. Yeah, it's gonna be a good week. You'll get her done. Yep. Weather's gonna be great. Uh, I'm hoping, hoping to get my truck fixed this week. Got a starter for it the other day. Good for you. I got truck issues too, but I'm not going into that again. Yeah. Everybody say a prayer for Craig and his truck issues. My transmission's bad. We all know. I have no fifth and sixth gear. Fifth and sixth gear. So I'm driving in manual up to fourth gear. Right. So it's done well. I just can't press it. Right. I can't right. press it. So I can't really go more than 55, nor would I want to. And if somebody's going 45, I don't want to pass them because mm-hmm. I don't want to press it. Right. So. Yeah, your tachometer's like. Yeah. Yeah, and it goes yeah. clear up to six, and then, yeah, I wouldn't press it. So mm-hmm. I'm just stuck behind tractors and everything else at this point. I'm just really glad that you don't mind being inconvenienced. Maybe God is inconvenienced me Maybe for he's Maybe working he's on your yeah. patience. Oh, my gosh. He's been doing that since I just. Have you been praying about patience lately? That's the big thing. Never pray for patience. I don't. I just, God, give me what I need for this day. And part of that's patience, right? Exactly. Well, I guess. Yeah. Sarah McKee just texted me. Is it good? I sent her, <laughs> I sent her the, the picture of my Biebs brew. And I just said, yes. So. If you want to get a picture of Brandon drinking this, be sure to email the church and he'll send you eight by tens autographed. <laughs> autographed. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so on that note, do you have anything else I don't. for our listeners? This is enough. We, if you're still listening, thanks for hanging on. 100%. So we hope you have a great week, mm-hmm. wonderful rest of your day today, and we will catch you back next Monday with some more exhilarating conversation. I'm a man of many words. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>